You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. So your Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty, apparently on its debut, or his or her debut, fell on his butt. Yeah, I saw the video. Like, did they find somebody that didn't know how to skate? <laughs> he just went just right over backwards like I would if I stepped out onto the ice. He tweeted about it later and said, no one told me ice was slippery. You know, <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hilarious. Well, he had the t-shirt so. cannon gun, and he nailed somebody in the back, and like seconds later, this one he slipped and fell. So oh, maybe, you're joking. So maybe it was karma. No, oh. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't realize he had hit someone with a cannon before falling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that makes it even better. I had to leave the show early yesterday uh, to explain why later, but uh, I didn't get to get in on the conversation. But that thing, that Philadelphia Flyer mascot, yeah. I mean, honest, until I saw him slip and fall, that made him slightly less terrifying. But before that... That is the last thing you would want to, like, wake up in the middle of the night and see look, <laughs> looking at you, like, just lurking over your bed. like, sleep paralysis. That's it's what somebody it, said exactly, in a tweet, and yes. I was laughing so hard. As if it became a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tony, who exactly. she, she checked in earlier, she's the woman whose son is the mascot for Stanford. He's the tree. Went on about him. And he looks like he might have been the roadie for the Muppets band, hung out with Animal a lot, and then, oh, uh, the years were rough because those eyes just are terrifying. <laughs> I'm sad for everybody, but you have to put the responsibility exactly where it belongs on Bill Cosby. And he was sentenced yesterday three to ten years in prison, three years minimum, and then every year after that he gets reassessed, and if he's okay, if they think he's okay, he'll be released under supervision. You can't make this stuff up, though. He was led immediately to jail in handcuffs, and here's what he got to eat for his first meal in jail. A chicken patty with gravy, mashed potatoes, mixed vegetables, iced tea, and then for dessert, vanilla pudding. Yep. That's just... Yep. Wow. We're not making that up. <laughs> vanilla pudding. Knock, knock. Who's there? Van. Van who? Vanilla Pudding is the name, and eating it all up is my game. Oh was my was that him with his celly? Yeah, probably. It's an actual commercial from 1985. That... I don't know why, but when I hear him now, I am so creeped Freaked out because yeah. I know the truth. Yeah. And you're from Philadelphia, so... Yeah, I mean, it was hard. Yeah, that's where he is from, and... People I mean, I, were emotionally invested into this, and all this went down in Philadelphia. He was my absolute, you know, like, idol when I was little. I, we had all yeah. the albums and stuff, and now you can't... That's like a, a, an entire void, comedic void, has been created. Can You can never go back and enjoy any of his stuff. It, yeah. None of it. It just... And yet they still run some of it. They do? Yeah. Like, you can still find it on... I forget what channel, but I've, I've been scrolling through... Uh, the guy that just gone, wait, the Cosby show? You're still running the Cosby show? Whoa. That's what? Weird. That, that, yeah, that's then, weird. And then Jeffrey Owens, here's the other side of that. Jeffrey Owens, you uh -huh. remember what he went through? He was the guy that was on the Cosby show for a while. Oh, right. Right? And he's the, he was the checker or, uh, at, uh, at Trader, Trader Joe's, Trader right? Joe's. So Nicki Minaj said on his behalf she would just write him a check for $25,000. He told her, you don't have to do that. Thank you very much. What a great gesture, but no thanks. She sent it anyway. Mm -hmm. He took that check and immediately gave it to charity. At every single turn, this guy has he's done the right thing. The exactly. Well, yeah. He's my new idol. Yep. There, there you go. See, yeah. Now you can watch parts of the show. <laughs> Back to your big question. A woman in Olympia, Washington, driving on the freeway, I-5 as a matter of fact, and a policeman was trying to pull her over. Lights were going. I mean, you know, we've all been there. When you look in your, your rear view and you go, uh-oh, hope he's not after me. He is after me. I better pull over. Right, she didn't pull over. 
and he kept signaling her. She went like an extra mile on the freeway, I-5, before she got off. He got on a loudspeaker at the intersection and said, pull over, and she said basically no. He caught up with her when she finally went into a Bank of America parking lot. Once she got out, he said, why would you not pull over? She said she didn't feel she had to because she was driving a blank. A what? Hey, Craig from Auburn, what do you think? I'm guessing a Prius. You're guessing right. Oh, good God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just to answer your question, no, it wasn't my sister. She doesn't have a Prius. She would refuse to pull over because she wasn't finished eating her donut. Oh, Oh my gosh. Just kidding, Kathy. I love you. Wow, burn. (laughs) Well, this piece of audio may find its way back home. (laughs) How good are the Sacramento Kings? Our NBA team going to be this year. They start playing preseason games next week. There is a four-time All-Star by the name of Jimmy Butler that plays for Minnesota and doesn't want to play there anymore. He has demanded to be traded. The Timberwolves have said, get out. We don't want you here. They're trying to trade him by the end of today. Okay. Now, the Sacramento Kings have been in discussions about Jimmy Butler. And so you get excited because... You know, we remember what it was like in 2001 and 2002 when we had that great team and we had a couple of free agents here. Yeah. How, how much they were rock stars and we were going to win that championship. We were so close. So maybe we could recreate it. Are you kidding me? We're in talks about Jimmy Butler. And then not once, but twice in the five-paragraph article, it says and stresses, Sacramento is not a landing spot for Butler. We would be one of those teams that help facilitate the trade, okay. but we're definitely not a landing spot. Here's how the discussion went with the Kings. What do you desire? We're a couple of misfits, and now we'd like to live here. No, that would not be possible. New Country 105.1, Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. While there are many, and maybe too many, award shows to keep track of, the People's Choice Awards are really great because, number one, the nominees, and number two, the winners, all come from fans. And that's why Carrie Underwood and Keith Urban are both ecstatic to find out they are both up for Country Artist of the Year. They'll be battling against each other along with Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, and Thomas Rhett. And get this, Keith is also up for Top Male Artist of the Year, all genres. He's up against Bruno Mars, Drake, and Shawn Mendes. That show is November the 11th, a great day in history on E! Good for him. Uh, Kelly Clarkson is giving props to Carrie Underwood, and it's the sweetest. She reached out to tell Carrie that she did the right thing, revealing she had three miscarriages before her current pregnancy. She actually emailed her and said, I know it's hard to talk about. I know you don't have to because it's a hard thing to do. It makes women feel inferior or like something's wrong with them, and it makes them feel comfortable and know that people go through it. So I love it. No matter how good your day was yesterday, Tyler Rich had you beat. Last night, the Yuba City native realized a lifelong dream and made his debut at Nashville's venerated Grand Ole Opry. But that's not all. Also making their Opry debut last night, Bill Murray. Murray was there to support longtime friend, alternative country legend John Prine, who was performing new music, and he sang a little backup for Prine and Chris Stapleton's old band, The Steel Drivers. Tyler and his girlfriend got to meet Murray backstage and posted a great pic of the three of them. You can see the pictures and read more about the story at KNCIFM.com. You know how Tyler Rich knows he's having a better day than us? He looks in the mirror. (laughs) You know when you have date night? Not so fast, Cody. But... 
you go out, you kind of, you team build your relationship. You get back together. That's what team building is in the workplace. And sometimes you have those events. We have one on Friday. Looking forward to it. We get to zip line and hang out with each other. Yeah, it's going to be a quarry park, and that sounds like a lot That's of fun. That's dope. But I'm I, so excited. I think a lot of us have uh, been in situations where you've had a team building event that wasn't quite as, uh, it, didn't, it, it didn't live up to expectations. Uh, uh, for example, Pat, <laughs> uh, another friend of ours heard us talking about this morning and texted, a consultant was brought in. And everybody had to go around the room and say what they didn't like about their co-workers. No. We also had to say nice things, but nobody remembered that. And the bitterness still, well, yeah. still lingers. Because all you are you going to hear, all you going to remember is the negative <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, my gosh. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Somebody tells you nine positive things about yourself and one negative, you're not going to remember any of the nine. Yep, that's exactly how it works. That's course, horrible. We had the story of the, uh, the office place that they thought it would be a good idea to do a, 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 an office-wide juice cleanse that uh, was good, supposed to last a month. It didn't last through Wednesday because it was so That's awful. The worst. Mark says that uh, where he works, Mark in Roseville said they took all the uh, the service repair guys and if they reached a certain quota, they got a free dinner. So they all went out to dinner and only a quarter of them showed up. Spaghetti factor. Now I happen to like the spaghetti factor. I love you, spaghetti factor. You might want to take, you know, take well, like <laughs> kick that up a notch or two. Aww. And then it's tough to team build, Tony. When you are your own business, you own your own business, and it's all about losing weight and being healthy, and so you decide to take your one employee out, and what happened? We go down to a local diner to have salad, decide we'll have a drink, and then we have another drink, and then we had to call our neighbor for a ride home because I don't think we discussed anything. We ended up sloppy drunk. <laughs> and so basically, Team Building 101, if you're the boss with one employee and you go out drinking, you're not getting anything done. <laughs> When you're out in public in a small community and you're trying to promote health, yeah. everyone notices you right away, too. <laughs> when you hit sand and you wish you could get it back, we've all been there, we've all done it. Such is the case for Zoe Oxley. She's a freshman at Ohio University. So imagine this, you're rolling into college, you're ready to go, and you got your first college paper. And those are sent electronically these days. Unlike some of us, when we went to college, you had to write it out and hand it in. So there are certain fields that have to be turned in or filled out when you turn it in. Your name which she did. Subject matter, which she did. The future of wind energy, the name of the class, freshman science. She had it there, and then the paper itself. And there's one other thing you need before you send, and that is the professor's name. She could not for the life of her, when she was writing this late at night, remember her professor's name. So she filled that in as the rough draft. And then she said, or hit send a few hours later. So she typed in like a little placeholder until she could remember to look up the guy's name? Exactly. So the paper, instead of going to Professor John Henley, went to Professor Watch-His-Nuts. <laughs> wow. I would have given her her an A just Please for that. tell me the professor had a good sense of humor. I hope so, Professor, too. who was head of the science department at Ohio University, here's how he, how he responded. He changed his Twitter handle to Professor Watch-His-Nuts. I love it. <laughs> Best part of the story. Fantastic. Sometimes it works out. Ever have a send <laughs> fail where you go, I need to get that back? Uh, yeah. You well, did? for me, I just said, I send risky texts. And then, like, a second later, I'm you like, said, wait, you said what? What text? Risky texts. You mean risque? No, not risque, but risky. Okay. It's, it's like a thing on Twitter. People always say risky texts. And that's when you, like, text your boyfriend something, like, mean or whatever, something oh. that you saw that makes you look psychotic. Okay. I mean, there's many different definitions for the risky text. It's not just one thing, okay. but that's my risky text. And do then immediately risk- after, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to get that And do your risky texts have different categories, or are they mostly the same thing? 
Like, would they fall in the same category? Well, I guess different categories. So risque could be one of the risky tags. And then that category is psycho Philly girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main category. Psycho Philly girl? <laughs> Meet Professor What's-His-Nuts. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. IHOP is at it again. The breakfast chain's latest marketing gimmick is a pumpkin pancake stout that they're calling IHOPs. Clever, except that actually annoys me because stouts aren't hoppy. But anyway, the new brew is a collaboration with Keegan Ales, a popular New York-based brewer. And honestly, it doesn't sound that bad, but I'm basic and love pumpkin beer, so maybe that's just me. Honestly, unfortunately, um, it's only available at a limited number of bars and events in the Hudson Valley, so we really can't get our hands on it. But Again, you're going to trust your, your beer needs to a place that's decided pancakes are too hard. <laughs> I mean, they still serve pancakes. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday, Bill Cosby's fall from grace finally landed with an unceremonious thud. The once revered comedian was sentenced to three to ten years in jail for sexual assault. He was led from the courtroom and in a development that could only be true because nobody would believe it if he tried to make it up. His first meal behind bars last night included a chicken patty with gravy, mashed potatoes, mixed vegetables, and vanilla pudding. And for years really? and years and years, Bill Cosby was the spokesperson for Jello pudding. <laughs> so vanilla pudding, huh? Yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? Van. Van who? Vanilla pudding is the name, and eating it all up is my game. <laughs> there he is with his his cellmate last night. <laughs> Welcome to the Karma Cafe, Mr. Cosby. <laughs> The Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library in Springfield, Illinois, has many Lincoln artifacts, including their crown jewel, Abe's famous stovepipe hat. The museum paid $6.5 million for that hat. Well, reports started surfacing last year that the hat's connection to Lincoln was not absolute. So they said, you know what, we're going to do a DNA test. We've got some of his hair. We have, please... Pardon the grossness, some blood-spattered items from his assassination, and they ran that against the DNA in the hat and found out the results, Mari? This is not Abe Lincoln's hat. Oh, no. You can't get a refund for that either, can you? No. Shot to the heart. You got it on eBay. All eBay sales are final. This is not good news for a museum that is currently $10 million in debt. Pat and Tom, New Country 105.1.